Hello, everybody, and welcome to Bezel Banter, a podcast that covers different topics, including travel, various gear, and of course, watches. My name is Ernesto, and today we're doing something a little different. We're doing what I'm calling an update episode, which means that there are no guests today. It's just me by myself here on a Saturday morning, having some coffee and talking with you guys. Um, My focus today is just to give you guys an update on what's been going on with myself, Ernesto, and also with Bezel Banter, and share with you some of the up-and-coming episodes that we plan to launch in the near future. But before we get started, let's do a wristwatch check. Today, I'm wearing my Rolex Explorer 2. It is reference 16570. It's a piece that... uh, was made in 1997, and um, this particular watch is the black dial iteration, and one of my favorite uh, GMT watches from Rolex. It um, it definitely has joined me in numerous journeys, and um, you know I, I see this being in my collection for hopefully a long time. So one of the things I wanted to talk about today is the fact that bezel banter is evolving. This project started out uh, with Leslie and myself, and and um, we were talking about various watches. And as this podcast has evolved, one of the things I'd like to do is highlight some of the amazing and very interesting people and influencers in our watch community. We've done that very recently with some of our guests, and I've had an opportunity to have conversations with them and and collaborate with them. And I've really enjoyed that, and I'm and I'm hoping that our listeners, I'm hoping that you guys are all enjoying it as well, and I definitely want to do more of that. I'm reaching out to people that I find very interesting, and I'm encouraging all of you that if you're interested in having a conversation with me and getting on the podcast, please reach out to me. Please DM me. I uh, Again, the purpose behind this project is to really reach out to everybody and connect with people and try to share this passion that we have. I am not the most technical watch guy, but I'm very passionate about the watches in itself and how they play such an important role in many of our collections. And I always talk about the how an inanimate object can mean so much because of the stories behind these watches. I love that. And so if you would like to go ahead and and have a conversation on bezel banter with me, please, I encourage you, DM me, reach out to me. You can reach out to me at ErnestoGuapo72. And of course, you can reach out to at Bezel Banter Media. So that's just one thing I wanted to share as far as how bezel banter in itself is evolving. And I'm hoping to have many more opportunities to speak with you guys and connect. So that's the first thing I wanted to talk about. On a personal note, I think some of you may know that I'm in the healthcare industry. Specifically, I've been doing medical sales for many years, almost uh, 17, 18 years. So I sell the large blood analyzers in various laboratories and hospitals and cancer centers and teaching institutions and reference labs. And with the company that I'm with today, we focus more on oncology and with blood and bone marrow cancers. And recently, I'm excited that we just finished our fiscal year. And so that just happened at the end of September. So I'm getting a chance to breathe a little bit. <laughs> and um, and it was a crazy September. So the new fiscal year started October 1st. 
And in fact, at the end of this month, October, I'll be traveling to San Diego for our national sales meeting. And I wish I had the opportunity to meet with some of you guys out there while I'm in San Diego. I think about like, oh man, I know so many people out there that are living in Southern California. And man, would I just love to connect with you guys and have a cup of coffee and talk watches or grab some lunch or do something like that. But unfortunately, I think as some of you guys might know, when you end up going into these national sales meetings, your schedule is not yours. <laughs> so uh, unfortunately, my time is so limited, but just know that I'm thinking about you guys. Know that uh, I'm wishing that I wasn't stuck in these meetings throughout the day. I'm wishing that we could be grabbing a cup of coffee or, or a drink or, or a lunch instead. So another thing on a personal note is I'm trying to find time to watch the most recent James Bond movie, which is No Time to Die. I'm trying to get to a movie theater to watch that as soon as possible because I am a huge fan of James Bond and the series and I I love the watches that he wears and uh, you know I definitely want to see that on the big screen and so that that is a goal of mine too I don't know uh, have any of you guys seen the movie what's your take on the movie did you enjoy it did you think that they showed enough of the Omega Seamaster and for those of you that may not be familiar with the watch or maybe haven't seen the movie either, they are highlighting the Seamaster Diver, the 300-meter coaxial master chronometer, 42-millimeter titanium 007 edition on the Melanie's bracelet. And in true Omega fashion, that is a mouthful. Um, But it is a beautiful watch. I love the patina or I should say Fotina on that, Uh, it makes sense for that watch. And when you look at that case, it's just so reminiscent to me of the older Bond Seamaster back in the day with like the GoldenEye movie with Pierce Brosnan. So beautiful. And uh, they kind of modernized it a little bit. And I say modernized it with that Melanie's bracelet, but it actually gives it a vintage vibe too. So it's kind of, in my mind, a little bit oxymoronic if that's a word (laughs) so yeah great great timepiece amazing diver i'm huge fan of omega as you guys know and so i'm hoping to see if i can carve a couple hours i think it's like three hours or two and a half hours um, to go ahead and enjoy that movie the other thing that i wanted to share was i've been recently getting some requests to do a state of the collection And I've never really thought about doing it. I don't know how I would do it on a podcast, maybe take pictures of it since we're not necessarily on YouTube and it's not like a video that you can see, but I've had a couple of requests recently to do a state of the collection and and I'm open to it. But at this time, I'm possibly making some changes to my collection. This past year, I've been looking at independent watch brands. And so that's been a focus of mine, and I've really enjoyed exploring those various brands. And I think my goals are, in 2022, is to streamline my collection. There are probably going to be pieces that will be leaving my collection, that I will be looking for a good home uh, to some of these watches, and I will probably be acquiring different watches as well. Um, Just like Bezel Banter Evolving, 
my tastes are evolving as well. And so I think it's important for me to be in tune with my watch collection. And so I think that there will be some watches that I will be looking for a good home. And I know that there are a few of you out there that are probably like wondering what watches is he getting rid of? So my initial thoughts are to look at letting go of my Doxa Sub 300 Pro, which is the 50th anniversary. So it's, um, it's a limited edition. There were only 300 pieces that were made for that particular color and that particular launch. And so that one it will probably end up going. Another watch that I'm looking at letting go of is my Seiko Prospect Diver. It's the SLA 017. This again is a limited edition. There were only 2,000 made and it was launched in 2017. It's the modern reinterpretation of the classic 62 Moss, the first diver that Seiko ever came out with. And so it's a special piece. Um, it's a great watch. I've enjoyed wearing it and having it in my collection. And, um, you know, I think at this point, I'm looking to see if there's somebody else who would like to enjoy this piece as well. Another watch that I'm looking at also letting go of is a recently acquired one. It's the Unimatic Modelo Due. It's the U2-H. It's a limited edition. It was done for Hodinkee, only 500 pieces. I really enjoy that watch. It's a great watch, but after wearing it a little bit, I've worn it a couple of times, I just feel like there might be somebody out there that could enjoy it a little bit more than me. So that's another one. Another one that I'm also thinking of letting go of is my Rolex GMT Master II. It's it's the Coke, and uh, it's a reference 16710. That particular watch, I've enjoyed wearing um, I do baby that watch and I don't wear it as often as I should. And so my thoughts are there might be somebody out there that would enjoy that watch a little bit more than me. Um, again, there's nothing wrong with the watch. In fact, I recently had it serviced uh, probably a little over a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago. And um, that watch is in great condition. It is from 1990, so definitely some patina. On the dial, you can see that custard loom start to kick in, and um, it's a it's a gorgeous piece, but it's just something that I'm not wearing as often that I know that somebody can enjoy more than me. So another timepiece that I'm looking at letting go of is my Oris ProPilot GMT 57th Reno Airspace Limited Edition. That's a great piece. It's a it's a stealthy piece. I've really only worn it five to six times. Um. It's not the watch. The watch is excellent. Uh, it's really me and my aging eyes. It's really starting to be tough for me to go ahead and see the uh, the small numbers and letters on the watch. Somebody who has better eyes than me might end up benefiting from the watch. Those are really the watches that I'm seriously contemplating on letting go of. If any of you guys are interested or have questions about that, definitely let me know. You can DM me on that too. So before I do a state of the collection, I think it's important for me to go ahead and streamline some of the watches that I know won't be long-term in my collection. So I'm going to end up doing that first. And then I know that in 2022, I'll be acquiring different pieces that I've had my eye on. I think some of you guys know what they might be. But before I do a state of the collection, I probably will end up 
um, looking for homes for these particular watches that I just named. So that will be coming soon. I'm hoping that I might be able to do a state of the collection, maybe the beginning of 2022. So if that's something that you guys think you would like to hear about, please let me know. Put it in the comments. Share that with me. Another update that I wanted to share with you is that we do have an upcoming Q&A episode, and that is with Jeremy at Timepiece Love and with Daniel at Wonger.Bonger. Uh, these two are no strangers to the podcast and no strangers to the watch community. I'm absolutely excited to have both of them join me on this uh, Q&A episode. We've received a lot of questions from you guys, which I'm very appreciative of. Thank you guys for submitting those questions in. And we're looking forward to launching that episode so that you can uh, maybe get our take on some of the questions that you ask. So that'll be coming up soon. Additionally, we have uh, a couple of guests in the very near future. Really excited about those and can't wait until they air. And so again, this episode wasn't meant to be a long episode. Again, it's just an update for everybody so that we can share uh, exactly what we're trying to do with bezel banter. Again, my focus is to highlight some of the people in our watch community that I find fascinating, that I find interesting. And also I'm opening this out to everybody, uh, in the watch family and the watch community. If you guys are interested in coming on to bezel banter, DM me, I'd love to have a conversation with you and we can go ahead and collaborate and uh, if you have things that you wanted to highlight, if you're in your local community and you put together watch meetups and you want to highlight that, please feel free to use bezel banter as one of your mediums to highlight something that you're doing in your community. I would like to make bezel banter more of a community-based focus and medium for our watch community. I wanted to thank all of you guys for all of your support. I really appreciate all of the love I get from you guys, the engagement I get from you guys. Um, it's very flattering to me and, and very much appreciated. I thank you for that. And I'm wanting to give back to our watch community by utilizing bezel banter as a platform for our community that we can share with each other knowledge share with each other things that are happening in each of our lives. And for me, this is uh, a way to contribute back to our watch community, which I greatly appreciate. So thank you so much for listening and spending time with us on bezel banter. You can follow us on Instagram. I am at Ernesto Guapo 72, and you can follow the show at bezel banter media for any updates on new episodes or other communications. If you have any questions for us, please feel free to reach out to us on bezelbanter at gmail.com. And please subscribe and review wherever you find your podcast because it truly helps us out. Additionally, you can grab this episode and other episodes at www.bezelbanter.com. Thanks again, and we look forward to catching up with you on the next episode of Bezel Banter. Thank you.